Broadcasting Network. Okay, welcome podcasters. As we go into our beginning musical part, um, which is to do with our jazz series, we're going to highlight two people that jazz really loved. Uh, one was Cole Porter. He's the one from that uh, two or three shows ago. Um, uh, had to do with love. What is this thing called love? It was based on Cole Porter. He's one of the few writers that wrote both the lyrics and the music. He was a wonderful writer. Um, and then the second one, Let's Get Away From It All, by Matt Dennis, who was an unheard of composer by most people, but uh, one, of, one of the best also in jazz, took his work in as well. Okay. One, two, one, two, three, four. Welcome to Life Lessons with Jim Carolla and Ray Oldhofer.
Okay, we're starting our show today, um, and uh, we're continuing on with a subject that has a couple of levels of meaning. Well, wait, first you have to say the word. Hello. What did I say? Hello, podcast. Yeah. Who likes <laughs> that word? You podcasters. Yeah, you're podcasters. You don't know it now. All right. Anyway, um, we're starting a, a sequence on willpower. Willpower could be at a superficial level. You know, magazines are full of advice and books are written about it. And then there's a something related to willpower as the life force of a person. So we're going to take both of those those parts. Um, but the everyday use of it and getting stronger with it, helping you to um, get your goals um, obtained, that's, that's, that's important for functional life. All right, but let's say something about it uh, just as an introduction at a little deeper level. From the moment the fetus begins to work its way, and it does its own little work, its instinctive work of leaving the womb, there's a certain kind of uh, force being used. It's an instinctive force. Mother has reached her end. Um, she's doing what she could on her side. And now the fetus is trying to be born into the world. So from the moment in, in our instinctive life, um, there's a vital power, and that eventually becomes willpower. But at the beginning, it's not that. It's the vital power of the fetus moving to the next level. Grasping, gasping, and breathing. If the, if the fetus can't get this uh, part down, it won't survive. Or they, if they get if they get it out of the wound fast enough, you can try to give it a kind of an artificial respiration. But its first sign of life, it's gasp, gasping for breath. It's got to get the, it's um, got to get that kind of mechanism going. And it's and it's sometimes our last uh, gasping for breath. So we come in kind of going after it, um, fetus wanting to be born. Um, I saw my brother, um, my last brother died of, I don't know, about two, a couple of years ago. And at the which, very, which one? Uh, his name is Ralph. He was a middle brother. Um, at the end, the issue, uh, this was Jefferson Hospital in Philadelphia Medical Center, was that he would have to breathe on his own. We'd have to, he'd have to move off of artificial breathing and breathe on his own. Because they wouldn't keep him on artificial breathing. For, for, he'd already been on it for a while. This is almost as though the, the, mo the mother is saying that too. I am almost ending my work as far as um, having the, bear, the fetus out of the wound. And then there's something that the fetus needs to begin to do on its own. Or well, the same thing for my brother. So I remember standing around with the doctors 
and he was awake and he knew what was happening. Um, that in this next day, next 24 hours, they're going to re- they're going to take the breathing mechanism out of him, and he would have to breathe on his own. And then the, one morning, I came in very early into the what they call CR, PR, ER, in a private room, and um, he was making that move from artificial to real trying to breathe. And I remember how he gasped for breath, gasped for breath, trying so hard to breathe. And he couldn't, and he died. So we kind of go in, trying to get that mechanism to work. It usually works pretty easily. Sometimes there's problems. And then sometimes going out, being able to breathe or not. So that's the first vital power in our life is leading eventually to what we would call willpower. So you, you kind of bookended with breath. Because the, the whole thing with the baby being born and the, the smacking of the rump kind of thing, is that the trigger it? I mean, I don't know if that's just in the movies or what I remember or like cartoons. Yeah, sometimes the baby is starting to breathe on its own. They, they, they have to evaluate it. If that, they might have to shock it and have it breathe on its own. Of course, it has the capacity now. It just doesn't maybe know it. I remember when my mom died, I was there, and um, you know her breath was super labored. Mm. Like you'd have those, uh, I forget what they call it. It's a name for it, but it would be like a 14-count breath. Yeah. I mean, and then with your assignment the, of last week as far as, you know, waking up or being present or having will you know i did it and i got my notebook and um the breath part of it really uh got me (sighs) like i would notice counting and then letting the counting dictate the breath and that didn't work out i'd get lightheaded and it was it was a strange juxtaposition which one was in charge Mm. kind of and then i realized that you have to relent to the breath, not the count, you know, because and then I and then I timed it. I timed it and the, do a hundred count with just your breath and letting your breath dictate the count versus the count dictate the breath. It takes five minutes. It's about five minutes doing. Okay. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff I noticed in this assignment, by the way. Okay, um, podcasters for you, as, as Ray brings up certain things that are coming up for him. For those that are following and want to join this, um, see the breath. The breath has to be very natural. So, in and out, you're not forcing it. The counting is in the mind, but the breath is the presence of being there. So, just in and out without forcing. Yeah, I was driving left-handed, counting my breath, passed out, got in an accident. Thanks, Jim. Right. Just kidding. <laughs> right. Um, so that's a, it's an important point about we're not driving so much after things. Something could happen more naturally as we begin to strengthen the muscle of willpower. And that actually goes to one of our... Uh 
two, actually, of our comments or questions for this week. Uh, we have one commenter, Mike, who said that the meditation guide was very soothing and helpful in finding his center. And uh, he talks about how he's like to clip that part and just put it on his uh, MP3 player so that he can play it whenever he needs to uh, to calm down. That's a great idea, by the way. Yeah. Yes, it is. And then we also have a letter here from Michael Jones. It says, hello, Jim and Ray. Let me first say that I really enjoy the podcast and I look forward to it each week. Really, Ray really adds another very enjoyable dimension to the podcast. I found your last podcast, meaning the one on meditation, particularly insightful. One thing I notice with myself is my mind sometimes is scattered or non-focused, and on occasion I tend to jump from one task to another very quickly. Just by performing the quick meditation you spoke of has caused me to notice a calming effect, and because of that, I am more focused on the task at hand. I was wondering if you could recommend either any books or other material that someone could use if they wanted to learn more about meditation techniques. Thank you, Michael Jones. Oh, okay. Well, Michael, I'm glad to hear. That was a very nice letter, and it sounds like you're <coughs> kind of interested and probing a little deeper in your life, um, towards a more mindful life. Um, yeah, I'll, I have to say, I have to get something very beginning with, but even even the part I'm giving here on the air, um, if you can begin with that, because it's not a, an involved um, uh, kind of tool, um, because it's merely, it's a capacity um, you're trying to right now as we're all right here sitting here sitting at home have a sense of a presence in yourself it's a quiet presence it's a very silent presence and even though you hear I was talking on this show or others um, you always have a sense that one of the most important things is the presence I have right now. Not so much what I have to say if I'm on a spot or um, how do I get out of it. You know, you're kind of on a witness stand and you're, you're, um, you're, uh, you're giving some kind of, um, uh, you're some kind of giving expert uh, comments like doctors on doctors or calling in doctors, and um, and we and we can we can see how strong it is coming up against an attorney. We're not going to outsmart him. We're not going to outtrick him. We're not going to outmaneuver him. He he knows all the ropes of it in most cases, and he's 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 going to be able to get us on any way we turn to um, um, to to be competitive with them, sort of. So that's the same thing in our life, that we first just feel the presence. Now the world demands this stuff from us. Um, we want to look good. We have image and all that. But suppose we could get more in the meditative feeling about it, which is what's ever coming at us, sometimes difficult, some people are demanding and so forth of us, could I just slip into a presence? That's like an emptiness. 
empty. It's like a room. And before that room, that emptiness can be really used um, in, in meditation, if you do it daily, you go to that room, it gets less full. In other words, things to bring things into that room, things that will come in that room, need to have um, debris. You know, if the room is stuffed full of things, the room has to start emptying. You can't just jam other stuff in it. So the first part is that kind of emptying, em- emptying, Michael. Um, if you begin to sit daily, um, and for those who are interested in that, you just merely start checking the posture, um, beginning to get some feeling in your body, check in with your body, see if you're really there. You do that. And then you begin to be aware of breath. The in and the out. And as you get, usually start getting calmer. And then the mind stream, be aware of the mind stream, setting all kinds of things. And you let the mind stream say what it says. It's got a life of its own. And you merely stay in the presence and the openness. So if you start with that, that that's enough to get you quite a ways and into it. <clears throat> like last week you had mentioned, you know, counting breath, counting steps, doing um, things left-handed. So I, I found opportunity while I was driving, you know, to drive left-handed and to do the breath. But the way you explain it now is, you know, to get your body together in it too. And I would just immediately go into breath. You know, all right, let's go. You know, and so you, I brought kind of the wrong energy to it. You know, and then the more I learned about it, the more I would do it, you know, because I would be getting short of breath and letting the count dictate the breath. And then it, like midweek, it, it turned around and I got it deeper, mm-hmm. you know, so I would be more attuned to it. The radio would be off then, you know, for the, the starting, the radio was on you know, or whatever was, you know, I had some distractions going on. Mm-hmm. So to really be there, though, and, and do it was, um, you know, it, it was a progression during the week, you know, and then count with my steps. And so I did a lot of left-handed, a lot of breathing, and I got my little pad here, you know, and dated them and the times and such. And it was um, it was a pretty interesting thing to follow. Mm. I mean, it really... It, it kind of wakes you up to how awake you are and how asleep you are. Mm. It, it shows it shows you both. Yeah. Yeah, it's an attempt to beginning of waking up to things to a very mechanical creature that just once these habits form and mechanically goes to its grave and um, it, it doesn't have anything that can watch it or uh, direct it. So, at the beginning part where I'm calling this Willpower 101, sort of, we're only, we're just trying to, the the question will be, can it be strengthened? Can this muscle be strengthened? And the answer is yes. 
um, that, later, that uh, material that came from um, the Baummeister, bomb, bomb uh, the um, psychologist that's, uh, that's um, investigating willpower. So it can be. So that everything you do will have to do with an idea that am I strengthening the muscle or not? That's, um, and that could be done in the smallest ways. Things all right in the household where um, things that have to be done. So the thought comes to you, the dishes have to be done. And that at that moment, you have a chance to strengthen it or just let it be as it is. The part will say, I'll do it another time. It will procrastinate. I'll do it later and so forth. A lot of times we don't because then we're tired. But at the moment it occurs to your head, in, in your head, do it for the muscle. Remember, you're, doing, you're trying to get a muscle started. And if you just walked around your house, your apartment, and just immediately things will pop up in front of you. Immediately you see something in the wrong place. Um, and, I, and I'm working with this also, um, this part of it around the house, um, the idea of the muscle of it. For example, the other day I was, um, I had a little book in my pocket that didn't belong, it was in my pocket and I'd eventually get back to the library. But I was heading in another direction and I just said to myself, you know, eventually some, sometime today I'll be back in the library and I'll put it back. First place, there's a good chance I wouldn't remember it when, once I got back there. So I, I felt right now, this moment, though I have to go a little out of my way, I'm going to turn around and go back to the library and put this little book back. That's an example of it. Now, I didn't need to be back. There was no hurry for it to be back. The only reason was the muscle. Hmm. So that you begin to understand that now. You're, you're, you're not in some kind of outside race somewhere. You're, you're working with something innerly, an inner power to try to get back. And any time you have a chance to go beyond the complacency, the laziness, the procrastination, and every time you uh, rule to have the willpower to do it, the muscle gets a little strengthened. And yeah, you can you can times that by, you know, how many of those stories are there out there? Mm. That's right. that's pretty remarkable. Hey, and with those stories, you can get a lot um, of stories from our sponsor. All right. Speaking of stories. Hey, you guys, this is Ray with Life Lessons with Jim Carolla. And this is a plea because business is business and our business isn't doing so well. So please help us out. You got that? And I'm not kidding. Help us out. So go to Life Lessons website and click through the Amazon banner and help us. Come on. Now that's a plea, and it's a good one. Do so. Thanks. So remember, you're working on a muscle. Just like this is Willpower 101. We're not going for any deep esoteric thing right now. Uh, we're just working at the level of appearances uh, of life, the functions of life. Um, um, so remember, if you just walked around your house, you, you, there'll be ten things that you could do to strengthen this willpower.
But remember the one with the changing hands? That's a real wake-up one, where you do it with your left hand or you do it with your right hand. And remember the one about saying yes, a beginning of language. Do I know you from... Yes, what we used to say, yeah. We always say, yeah. I know, it's a small thing, yet it's a work for the muscle. Yeah, I caught that. I caught that one a couple of times yeah, during yeah. the week, yeah. Especially at um, my suppliers, where I go buy most of my materials. A lot of yeah, and caught it a couple of times, yes. Mm-hmm. And then it makes you feel different. Yeah, it does. It gives you a different... It gives you a different, like, center. Yeah. It makes you more present. Saying yes, yes. makes you more present than yeah or whatever your, your word might be. That's right. You know, that's a podcast. That was a, kind of an important thing that Ray said. Uh, <clears throat> it really does. The language and how we're using it. Um, to have an awareness of it, how I'm speaking and so forth. Um. It puts you in a different position also it, with your communication. Being, it makes you more concise. It makes you clearer You know, because I'm definitely with my past and you know, how I was raised. There's a lot of unsaid things. There's a lot of underground things that you know, don't get brought up too much. A lot of, a lot of vague out yeah. there. You know, with with the way my parents treated each other, a lot of vague, a lot of, lot of dancing around issues rather than, you know, here it is. So the word yes versus yeah really gets you out of vague. Mm-hmm. Vague's way. Like harm's way, vague's mm-hmm. way. Yeah, that's really, really, really interesting what Ray's saying. Um, uh, so things that we're doing... Uh, uh, strategies of it. Um, one is the, uh, Ray's got a pad here. Uh, to get a to-do pad, now they have them in, you know, bookstores and so on. Gonna be our, it's going to be our willpower muscle. Anything you put that to-do list, it goes towards the willpower muscle part of our, our work. And always think of it in that way. It's not, it's not so much what people will think or what praise you. or It's to do with always go back to, yeah, but I'm developing a muscle. So I want to get every opportunity I can to, uh, to uh, fortify that muscle. I also noticed on my pad here, looking at it, Jim, mm-hmm. that um, you know, coming out of the gate rather strong, you know, mm-hmm. three, four entries a day. Sunday I spent by myself. So I didn't really have, um, you know, I didn't have my crew or anything. So mm-hmm. Sunday I had a lot of entries. And then I, 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 I lost it a little bit. Tuesday, Wednesday, only, only two mm. entries per day. And then I knew I was coming here today, so I made sure I had two before I walked through the door. I counted on my way right. in. <laughs> so you can, you know, and now I look at it, I look at it. You know, I'm here with you right now. So, and you you can see how strong one can start off, and then you 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 can lose it. Yeah, you'll lose it. You know, and, it, and not a judgment thing, but you can just see where you know. Oh, okay, now I I do remember that. Right. That's why it has to be monitored. Praise saying the very reason why, because things 
tend to get started and then they weaken and weaken. And that's part of what the whole uh, self-control uh, willpower is about. It just weakens and That's why we need monitoring. We need some support. We can, we can use our show for support. And when you have questions, you can... And now I think you'll be able to get this on, on, the, on the show, on your uh, computer. Uh, tell us what you're going through. What, what questions do you have? Tell us what some of the an experience you might have with it. So remember, we're starting at the very beginning, just walking to the gym of willpower, um, just the beginning of getting a little strength in that muscle. And every time you choose for the muscle, it gets a little stronger. When you don't, then it remains passive. Okay, so um, here we go. I realize we're at the end. This was a very fast uh, time today. Jim, are you going to scat left-handed? <laughs> Before we get to the scatting, guys, I wanted to give you one last question uh, slash comment. It's on our message board from uh, Pete with a, uh, a follow-up by Jeff. Pete says, hey, guys, great show. I'd love to hear one on anxiety, its origins, how to deal with it, etc." And uh, Jeff follows up with, I'm with Pete on the anxiety topic and strategies for dealing with it positively. So maybe that'll be coming in a future episode of Life Lessons. But uh, without further ado, let's start the scatting. <clears throat> okay, Pete. Yeah, well, definitely. Uh, that's, that's important, your question. And we'll take that one, next two, week, definitely. One, two, three. Okay. Until that, write it out, Pete. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, you hear our theme, and I'm thankful, the peop- thankful to the people that wrote in. It makes, makes us feel like we have a contact with you, um, and, uh, so we can discuss things. So I'm very glad to hear that. Jim, I really feel kind of badly for Pete, though. I mean, he's going to have to sit on this for a week, but you'll be all right. Just get, get in touch with your breath, Pete. It's hard, but you can do it. Yeah. Um, okay. So remember, you want to um, get a notebook and record it, with, with just what Ray's doing. You want to number two. You want to make work work with your breath. That's a big help. And number three, use counting with your steps. That's another help. Your right foot will be one. Your next right foot will be two, and so on. Go up to 100. Again, just to work the muscle. That's why we're doing push-ups and sit-ups and so on, but we're doing it with willpower. So, hope you're with us and get started on it. By the way, with the steps, Jim, it's 217 steps from my car to your office every Saturday. All right. Bop, boop, boop, da, dee, bop, bop, do, go, Ray. Bop, boop. Was I okay? Ray got that ghost part in there, huh? Boom, 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 boom,
Okay, I gave her an easy one. Please. You got it. See you next week, folks. One, two, one, two, three, four. Reach the show on Twitter at LLWJC or email us at Jim Carolla at AdamCarolla.com.